restaurant's really weird. I uh, served a guy the other day. You know, you ask someone how they're doing. It's either, you know, good or bad. And it's like, let's just move on from each other. He was like, what I find is that this braised lamb shank's a little bit dry. It probably needed to be braised for another hour, an hour and a half. As you can see, the meat's not really falling off the bone. And I'm finding the sides to have a sort of uh, common note of bitterness. The rapini is quite bitter and these beans are a little bit bitter. I am enjoying the dish and I'm going to finish it, but I did want to tell you that. Like, Holy fuck, dude. Still, like, am I voiding it or not? <laughs> All right, I don't know how to start this, but here's what I'll say. This is the last day of summer, everybody. Throw out your sunscreen. Get ready to lock your doors, shut your windows. We're in for it now. This is Monday, September 21st. This is your Daily Blue Jays podcast, Underdogs. I am David Patrick Fleming, and here always is Jacob Eamon. Jacob, last day of summer. I didn't realize that until I woke up this morning. It felt like the last day of summer was weeks ago. It did. I've been waking up in a shiver for about a week, so the fact that it's still summer is is actually pretty remarkable to me. What a weekend for the Blue Jays. This is crunch time. This is the last week of the regular season. This season is ripping by so many ups, so many downs. The Blue Jays got fucking murdered by the New York Yankees going into this Philly series. I said on Friday, I think it was, that they needed to win this series, that their season would depend on them winning this series against Philly. Well, they lose three out of four. Mm-hmm. Get hammered in the first game. Second game, nice little comeback, lose 8-7. Can't get the bats going on Saturday, 3-1. And then yesterday, the bats come out, 6-3 win. But the problem is... Here come the Yankees again. Yep. Four games against the hot New York Yankees who have only lost one game in their last 10. And I was thinking about this. I don't know how you feel about this. I'm trying to remember back to the beginning of the season, trying to remember how I felt about the Blue Jays. And I don't think, if I recall, I don't think either of us thought they were going to go to the playoffs. I think we held this hope maybe in the back of our mind that they might, but I don't think we expected it. And then in the beginning of the season, they looked like shit for a good portion of it. And then they just turned things around. And so quickly, we locked into the idea that that's who this team is. They're this good now. And now they're turned and they're showing their other side. And it's a hell of a way to go into this last week heading into the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I think think at the beginning of the season, we felt like a lot would have to go wrong for other teams you know i started i started having this watch of like oh uh, otani can't otani is pitching really poorly maybe something's wrong with him maybe that'll give us a chance to be in the conversation and it turns out you know that's that that's kind of the case the angels were brutal the red Sox are brutal and so those teams were were really the ones that we were worried about uh, and then like you know the rangers you know and kluber went down all of these things did happen that allowed us to be um less bad than the really bad teams <laughs> in order to make it to the playoffs but then it didn't seem like that like you know a week ago it seemed like especially compared to the national league where it seemed like uh, a team might make it with a losing record um, over over in the American League, we we were showing what what 
what a deep league of baseball teams looks like having all eight teams going to the playoffs with a winning record and now that might be in question as we fell to 500 <laughs> this week but now we're back in the win column that's really to me like i'll just be able to feel okay about going into the playoffs if we can go in there with a winning record if we go in there under 500 that does not feel good at all I fully agree with that. I, I, it feels like to me that we're the best of the bad, yeah, <laughs> and not the worst of the, and not the worst of the good. If that makes any sense, I don't know if that's just my natural pessimism, but that's just the way that it feels to me. Because as you were saying, there is so many things that happened to these teams who had potential, like especially the Angels, that have put us in a position that the teams behind us are the Mariners and the Orioles. Yeah. So not only would the Blue Jays have to lose out, which they could do, I could see the Blue Jays losing out. But those teams would also have to win. And uh, the Orioles are what scares me a little bit right now. I never thought I'd say that in my entire life. But it's because the Blue Jays are going into a four-game series against the Yankees. If the Blue Jays sweep, get swept, sorry, then the Orioles are, <laughs> then the Orioles are playing the Red Sox. So it wouldn't be crazy if the Orioles just somehow pulled a sweep out of their ass and swept the Red Sox. And then we go into a weekend series against the Orioles where everything matters and you can't, it's going to be a lot more difficult to line up your pitching if you are the team who makes it to the postseason. So I, I yeah, I see what you mean. I'm, I'm a little less pessimistic on that front and a, a lot less confident in the Orioles and their ability to get a sweep on, on the Red Sox is even even as bad as Red Sox pitching has been. But, and I also feel a bit, I, I feel a bit of uh, defense for the Blue Jays being the the best of the bad. Because, you know, there's been times in this season where, you know, we haven't even been the worst of the best. We've been kind of middle of the pack, you know, kind of in that four or five range of the American League. And I think, you know, we talked about these other teams having stuff happen to them to make them be bad. And, you know, we, we lost Bo Bichette for a serious amount of the season. Teoscar Hernandez, the one an MVP candidate of the American League, went down. Rowdy Telez, who was putting together a massive season. Matt Shoemaker, like, we had so much go wrong for us, too. So, and that all kind of caught up to us in the in the week with the Yankees and the Phillies, you know, our... our what we've done to our bullpen. We had the best bullpen, but, you know, we, we wore them down. We wore them down, and we went for half of the season without a home. We didn't we didn't find our stride until we got to Buffalo, and even Buffalo's a triple-A park. Like, I think that, I think that judging the Blue Jays on this past season, this past week, is not necessarily as useful as even judging them on the weeks before that when when they were really hot. It's not it's probably somewhere in the middle, but I feel like I still lean even towards the Blue Jays being a bit better than being just a, a, a god awful team that doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs at all. God love Jacob Eamon. <laughs> Coming in with the positive vibes on Monday morning and killing it. On the last day of summer, that I needed to hear that. Thank you. That is very good reminders. Um, and we got we got Shoemaker coming back tonight, man. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me. I think that's bigger than anything else heading into this week is what that man looks like. But before we get into that, and we will get into that, let's talk about the game last night. Okay, Jacob. Yes, take it away. All right, everybody. You know what time it is. It is time. 
for the game. It's 3 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Mine are in Philadelphia, and they have been getting their asses kicked for a week. We are talking about a six-game losing streak and a team that is now 500. Nobody is hitting, and other than Hunjin Ryu, pitches are not effective. Most of these guys can barely throw a strike right now. Today, though, we are facing a pitcher making his big league debut. This is a kid who hasn't pitched above double A, so he will probably, as the great Trevor Bauer says, shove it up our asses. First inning, Cavan Biggio does Cavan stuff and walks. Bo gets on base with a liner off the glove of Philly rookie Alec Bohm, who's playing first base today. Then that rookie pitcher I mentioned before, yeah, he's feeling a little bit nervous, and he box in a run. one nothing Blue Jays. And this is what I am talking about. Yes, boys. Yes. My sons. Guriel then smacks a single through the shortstop, Gregorius, and drives in bad boy Bouchette. 2 nothing Bluebirds. And this is a team that wants to end a losing streak. Taiwan Walker is pitching today, and he's feeling loose. He's got lockdown defenders in the outfield today. Guys like Teoscar Hernandez and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Okay, okay, I jest. But seriously, we do actually have Jonathan Davis out there in center for Randall Gritchick, and Davis can really go get it with the best of them. And really, anyone's better than Derek Fisher. No defense is preventing the first run for the Phillies, though. Bomb walks with two outs, and Didi Gregorius gets up there and blasts a shot off the wall in right field, and Bohm sprints from first to home. 2-1 Blue Jays. The Phillies uniform designers over the years deserve a, a lot of credit because the fits they have are straight fire. They have the, the second alternate jerseys on again today. The cream with the blue hats and the red fonts. Damn, they are fresh. The name, though, I've always wondered about. Philadelphia Phillies. Not the most creative, but I guess with enough time, anything seems normal. But, like, imagine if we got our expansion in Toronto, and the best we came up with was the Toronto Tories, or, like, or like the Toronto Toronis. <laughs> My heart is racing because I've consumed nothing but coffee today, and I live in a perpetual state of anxiety and grief while watching baseball. I sit here wondering just... How the Blue Jays will break my heart today. Something unique, I'm thinking. Something clever. Maybe maybe just a new injury. Like, a, like an injury that just goes for the jugular. Like a fastball to the face of Kevin Biggio. Right in the eye. And then he will have to remove his eye and he'll never take a walk again. Slide ahead to the fifth inning and the rookie Adonis Medina's big league debut is done. He earns two runs with three hits and three walks and four strikeouts over four innings. Pretty good stuff, but his name is Adonis. Come on, Medina family. Adonis? You need to name your son after a Greek god? The god of beauty? It's too much. He, he's pretty good looking, but no one needs to have that name. Ever. Okay, but what I was trying to get at is that Adonis is out of the game, and now it's time we get to this wretched bullpen they supposedly have here in Philly. We've got five innings of them now, and it is time to destroy them. Brandon Workman, I want to see this guy get gored. 
I am so hungry right now, it's shameful. I feel like I've been eating since dawn, but nothing is satisfying this need to gorge. And here it is, everyone. It's not Biggio, but Hernandez again. He has run into the fence in right, making a nice catch, and has just wrecked his right knee or ankle or something. He's saying he can walk it off, though. So we live to see another injury. This has been bothering me for a while, so I'm just going to say it. Beards with no mustaches have never, ever in the history of the world looked good. If you want a beard but you can't grow a mustache yet, don't grow the beard. Definitely don't shave it if you can grow a mustache. I don't understand how Lourdes Gurriel Jr. can care enough about his appearance to straighten his hair every damn day and see his face and think that this is a good beard style. It's absurd. It's really bad. Here we go. Heath Hembry, this guy is my least favorite reliever in baseball. I wrote about this asshole earlier in the season when he was a Red Sox, and man, he sure is easy to hate. Guriel comes up and whacks a double off him in the six, and this is what I need. Vlad has a chance to cash in Lourdes, and he can't. He grounds out to third and nearly gets doubled off. I'm really worked up right now. And finally, something to feel good about. Jonathan Davis tacks on two runs with a double to left field on a hanging Hembry breaking ball. You're trash, Hembry. You're trash. Wheel yourself to the curb on Friday and take your career to the dump. 4-1 days. Taiwan gets through the sixth, giving up one run. He's the first Blue Jay pitcher to throw 100 pitches this season, which is not something we should be impressed by. But Big Walk has a great afternoon and deserves a hearty smack on the ass. Somehow, Girardi has decided to put the trash man Hembry back out there. Maybe he's decided three out of four is good enough and is ready to lose this game. Who knows? Bo knows Hembry sucks, though, and he loves to get after it with him, and he does exactly that. Goes up and hits a triple the other way off the right field fence, and I can't stress this enough. Hembry is not good. I love this. Now Teoscar hits a big, big, big old ding-a-ling-a-ding-dong straightaway center, and this is the team I remember from two weeks ago. 6-1 for the birds. And this is what you love to see. What you don't love to see, exactly what happens next. Panic throws wide of first, and Vladdy can't pick it out of the dirt. It sails past him, two-run score, but Vlad reminds you of the cannon he's got as he nails Alec Baum, who is trying to advance to second. The score is now 6-3 Blue Jays. Phillies keep threatening, and the Blue Jays do too, but nothing materializes for both, so it's Bass back out, bottom of the ninth, looking for a save, and he burns through the top of the Phillies lineup, sits down three in a row, and the Blue Jays get a much, much, much-needed win snap the losing streak and prevent a second sweep in a row now it's time to take that energy that big dick energy with it because the yankees are coming back to town so let's all pray matt shoemaker is ready because if not it's tanner roark's turn to pitch tomorrow oh god you had me going i was getting so excited i was you had me all revved up and then as soon as you said tanner roark my entire <laughs> body just crashed I was like, ugh, ugh. At, at the time of writing that i didn't know shoemaker was was ready and you know tanner roark was a very viable uh option tomorrow don't use the word viable <laughs> but guess what he just used the word option he gets a he gets a day later start and he just gets to go up against garrett cole so, perfect. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's good though. We God. choose to lose. We choose when to lose. You waste Tanner Roark on the Garrett Cole day, and you just decide, yes, we will take that loss. It makes sense. So the Blue Jays a week ago said, okay, let's try to plan to choose when to lose. Let's lose out. <laughs> let's lose out for the rest of the year. That was at the discussion that they had. Well, when, when Tanner Roark's pitching, yeah. You line Tar- <laughs> Tanner Roark in the one spot, so he goes up against the aces, and you, you burn that off. Well, then, if they do that, then do that. He throws 150. Throw 150 pitches. Let the man crawl off the field, because if you're going to choose to lose, then don't waste anything else. Mm-hmm. God love Jonathan Davis, man. Yes. For a guy that just came up, not known for his offense, he's had two massive hits for the Blue Jays this season. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, the one yesterday, it, it was so nice to see, especially because early early in that at bat I was so worried he he was he had a couple of pitches to hit early and I was like oh he, he let that one go he, he watched that one go in now he's he's down 02 or something and uh, I could just imagine I could just imagine the breakdown of Kevin Barker you know saying how he let let that one go and then he puts himself in a hole but you know Hembry like I said he's 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 trash so <laughs> Of course, there were going to be more pitches to hit coming up. I didn't remember you trashing him earlier in the season. I think that's really funny, though. Oh, yeah. Um, so, did Taiwan Walker prove to you that he's a number two? Mm. I suppose. I suppose so. I mean, I don't have a ton of. Com- I don't have any more confidence in him than I did before. Really, I mean, he's he's not a number two. He's like a number four. Number three, yeah. but we'll 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 deal with what he's got, right? And he's the, he's the he's the best option we have. Who's who's a starting pitcher? Yeah, his line looked good yesterday, but when you watch the game, it's a, it's a bit of a different story. Um, I think there is so much riding on how Shoemaker looks tonight. I might be putting too much pressure on that, but it's I just don't know what else we do if he doesn't look good. Yeah. I mean, he'll have another start before the playoffs. And, you know, you try to build up his arm strength. I, I doubt he'll go very long into the game tonight. So, man, you need him to be good because I just... Here's the thing. I mean, here's the real thing that I keep thinking about. The Blue Jays will probably make the playoffs. You know, it's a 98% chance that they'll make the playoffs. So they're most certainly going to go into the playoffs. But you don't want them to just fall backwards into the playoffs and then get crushed for two games. That'll just leave such a bad taste in your mouth mm-hmm. for the way that this season has gone. And, and sure, maybe at one point we didn't think that they were even make the playoffs. And so, yay, we're watching the playoffs, the, the Blue Jays in the playoffs. But something has to give a little bit of momentum this week. And it's going to be so tough to go up against this Yankee team after – so recently just getting mutilated by them and not really bouncing back against Philly. Yeah, I don't know what it is. For some reason, I'm not as afraid of the Yankees this time through. I feel like there was something special about what was happening for them that week that gave them God powers, basically. And I think that they'll have come back down a bit to a, a little bit to earth where they don't just like hit everything over the moon and into space. Um you know, it might be a different story tomorrow with with, with Tanner Roark, but um, it what what I'm concerned about is how 
you know, I'm I'm on Blue Jays Twitter all the time. And everyone's like, okay, oh great, we got Shoemaker back. We get we got we got Shoemaker. We got Ryu. Then we got Walker, and we put Shoemaker third. It's like <laughs> Shoemaker wasn't like even amazing before he got injured, right? Like we were putting yeah. a lot of faith into him to just be suddenly good again. I feel like we grab on to things so quickly. Like it could even just be a little bit of residual feelings about 2019 when he was looking really good and then he tore his ACL and then he was out for the season. And so we're like, well, that's who he is. He'll just go back to being that. He's our number two. We got Ryu. So that's two wins. Who's up next? Who's what's the next series? Yeah. And and I think it's, you know, it's a it's a byproduct of having hope, which is good. It's good to have hope because it's good that sports give you hope and it's good to want to believe in your team. But absolutely, I don't think that we can just assume that Shoemaker is going to go in there, having not pitched for a while, and just mow down the hottest offense probably in baseball. Yeah. Oh, totally. All, all in all, though, like, I'm not too – it's weird. Like, I, I don't know why I don't respect the Tampa Bay Rays. But, you know, going into the series with them, having three games against them, I feel like – I feel pretty good. Especially- well, I mean, that could very easily be the White Sox. The White They're Sox. only the only the only reason that it's Tampa Bay right now is because the White Sox have played one less game. Right. So if as soon as the White Sox play that game, if they win, then they're tied. I don't know what their record with each other is, but it could very easily by the end of this week be the Blue Jays heading to Chicago. Right. Well, that that's a different story, but at least we have no idea what 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 happens there. I know that their lineup is is hella fierce, and it feels like they're you know like their their hitters are just like a couple of years ahead of us where they have confidence and like they seem like they are actually consistent you know and you have like someone like Eloy Jimenez feels like maybe Teoscar Hernandez in two years where you're like Teoscar Hernandez becomes like a legit big dog of the major league baseball who's like an actual scary hitter and you know goes from hey Sportnet to you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that happened in the White Sox game last night was that Tim Anderson left from an injury. So it doesn't, I mean, I, I don't like saying that, like, you know, you win by default, but that's a, that would be a major blow for the White Sox if they lose Tim Anderson going into the playoffs. Um, Jacob, are you charmed or entertained or do you find it enjoyable at all to watch the Philly fanatic? Yeah, absolutely. I've, oh, I've, fuck. I've got you don't you don't have time for him. I've got a lot of time for the Philly fanatic. I have time for the Philly fanatic when it's before a game, maybe after a game. But last night or yesterday afternoon, Taiwan Walker's on the mound in yeah. a game. There's no fans in the crowd, so it's just all stillness. The Philly fanatic goes directly behind the plate and does a clown act of pretending to fall over these cardboard cutouts and throws popcorn in the air mid-pitch. Yeah. How is that allowed? I find I found that astonishing that he did that. And it, I, I just I just I I lost all respect for the Philly fanatic in that moment. <laughs> I like the idea that you had respect for him. Like that was something that you've thought about before. You're like I, I got respect for that fanatic guy, that well, mascot. That, that, he's got a lot of uh, respect around like the league. A lot announcers always say Philly, Philly fanatic, best mascot in the league. Anybody who doesn't know the Philly fanatic is the uh, Philadelphia Phillies mascot. He's like a what is he like a green blob with like a fucking long trumpet nose. 
And yeah, it looks like a Sesame Street like freak, like Big Bird fell in a vat of acid or something. <laughs> yeah, like, I, and I was like, don't do that to Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker, when he's locked in, I feel like he'll beat your ass. And I don't know what was said after the game, but I guarantee you he clocked that. To me, I want to see more of that. I want to see it. I want to see it th- throughout the whole game. I want to see them trying to mess with 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 people. We don't have any fans in in the in the stands. You know, if there was a fan back there who went and just like was throwing popcorn up in the air, I'd be like, this guy is incredible. You know what? What can they do? So so he's pitching. So what? Speaking of that, for anybody who saw yesterday, a fan broke into Fenway Park oh, during yeah. the Boston game. Did you see that? Yes. He broke in uh, into the Green Monster seats and he just started launching shit onto the field. They had to stop the game. That that's so weird and scary to me. Yeah, I love how how long it took to get him to because like it's so obviously it's like difficult to get up there. What are you gonna What are you gonna do to 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 bring him down from there? Apparently, he was just yelling chowda on repeat too. <laughs> I can't. I didn't. Know I can't that. verify I that's know. true. I could have just read someone's like hilarious tweet and thought that that's what was happening, but I did read that he was just yelling, "Chowda, chowda." <laughs> that's the most New England thing that anybody could just yell, and it doesn't even make it. Oh fuck, that's funny. Yeah. I wonder if John Boy is going to break that down and uh, <laughs> and prove that that's true. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. How did you? How did? I mean. I want to. I want to know how he got up there. Like, what's the route yeah. to to break into Fenway and get up on the monster? Yeah, he didn't seem like a like a bank heist genius. No. He just seemed like it, is it looking at him and seeing what he was doing looked like it was fairly easy. Yeah, totally. Like, there's maybe there's a ladder right up there. I have no idea, but he he just looked like he was about three sheets to the wind, and he was just <laughs> launching trash onto the field. Yeah, I I, I loved it. It's kind of scary, you know, but it's it's nice to just see a fan in there. It's crazy. There was a shot too of even the fans in Philadelphia who are just like look like zombies on a fence behind uh, behind the outfield. I don't know. I guess you can just come right up to this fence and basically watch the game through it. There's a bunch of them just like holding on to the fence and like. Also, are those are those uh, horns like all of the vuvuzela sounds? Is that canned? crowd noise that they've got in their computers to make it sound like that or are there actual like it's, it's blowing my mind all the other games and the, all these annoying horns going on it sounds like a soccer yeah, i don't game. know i didn't even notice that i don't know all right jacob let's just i've been trying to avoid this but uh okay everybody so fantasy has uh had its conclusion well jacob for you it has Steve. well for me for me and between us yes. our deal with each other has gotten its uh, results. Right. Jacob fucking hammered me. <laughs> he would have hammered me regardless, but I also had a tricky week where I left about 60 to 70 points on the bench by accident. But I don't Jacob think you can't include Otani in that. I've, you texted me about that last night. You chose, you've been choosing to have Otani on the bench, so you can't be like, I lost those Otani points. You know that you Otani's been bad. You can't just take his eight okay. point game and be like, "Yes, I missed out on on the on the glory of Otani." What what I'm saying to you is that the GM is taking falling on the sword. My boys were ready to go. My Idaho anti-vaxxers were ready to play, and I was the one that held them back. Otani was like, "Let me play, coach," and I was like, "No, you've been shit. Sit down." And then he was like, "What?" 
dinger. I was like, whoops. So you're saying, anyway. you're saying that these guys, you know, it's the GM's fault that yeah. they lost by, I don't know, close to 200 <laughs> instead of like 150 to 100? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I'm saying. Okay. Now, for anybody who's tuned in... Uh, since near the beginning. Late, 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 since near the beginning, then you know that uh, Jacob and I were going to face off in fantasy and it didn't matter who won the season. It just mattered who won between us. Jacob has won between us. Now, we batted around some things that we would try to get the other person to do if they lost. Nothing was solidified. So, Jacob, the floor is yours. What do you want me to do as a punitive act to uh, prove your dominance over my team? Right. Well, to me, I still feel pretty confident about my original idea. In case anyone didn't remember, I floated an idea of having David uh, form an act on a video in which he would be breakdancing in a diaper. He would be he would announce that he was break uh, breakdancing for uh, for some sort of dreams come true. Uh, a contest if he won the money he was going to use the money to try and create world peace um, knowing that there are a lot of people that ask him why he wears the diaper and that he doesn't need to wear the diaper but he wears the diaper for convenience um, to, to not waste time so that he can spend his time breakdancing and creating world peace um, the breakdancing video would be about 75 seconds long it's in the diaper you got to go full out you got to be fully committed, and and there's there's no hint of irony. There's no there's no there's it's 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 a hundred percent truthful breakdancing in a diaper, and uh, I mean I think I think we can we can wait until the the season's fully over and I'm the, the Here, champion. Here's the thing. Yes, I don't. I will do this, mm -hmm. but it's got a shelf life. Yes. And we have to discuss what the shelf life of the video is. I agree. And it's certainly not... I think you initially suggested like a year. I did. Or you might have even initially suggested like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ain't going to be a year. And it's got to be... I'll, I'll tell you right now, it tops out at a month. Yeah. Okay. I, I can live with a month. I like a month. I can get a lot done with that in a month. And also, just to say, <laughs> that diaper has got to be provided for me. I I need the diaper unless you want to make shift diaper where I take like a towel and I make turn it no, into no, no, a diaper. No, no, no. no, I want a real diaper. <laughs> okay, so I'm buying an adult I'll diaper. I'll buy the diaper. So okay. So I, I believe they're now, called this the This is pens. what we call a negotiation. Okay. So <laughs> just to break this down, just so I'm clear, because you know, I, I like to know the objectives before going into the film. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna film this alone. Just so you know, I don't think you're going to film Ooh, it. I'd like to be a director. I'd like to be involved maybe on Zoom so I can at least have a say in, in the delivery of things. Make sure that you, but, you're not messing about. But here's the thing. You're already going to fuck with it in your editing process and your little Dracula's lab that you have, these <laughs> things that you create. So, so, I mean, you already have some control. So we can discuss if you direct it. However, diaper on. Right down the barrel of the camera. This is for, what did you call it? Hopes and dreams? What did you call it? I don't know. Dreams Come True Foundation Hi, this or is for Contest Dreams or Come something? True. Uh, it's about showing talent to raise money for world peace 
and I'm going to show you that I uh, can break dance. Here's my break dancing video. Just to say to anybody out there who's on the fence about wondering something, I for sure can't break dance. Uh, so I'm going to break dance, and I so I bring up the fact I'm wearing a diaper, or I just let it be and let people make their own conclusions. No, about you bring that. it up. Just to get it out of the way because you know that everyone out there is always wondering why you wear the diaper and you want to clarify. You don't need to wear the diaper. You wear it um, for convenience, for security because you don't like wasting time going to the bathroom. You like to be able to to really focus on the breakdancing and uh, making world peace. So now you're saying diaper. Okay, I'm fine with that. But I could do t-shirt diaper. No, it's just a and diaper. The t-shirt won't cover the diaper. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you have to look like a baby. Yeah, babies wear shirts no. and diapers. Are you kidding me? No. You, are, you, are you kidding me? Babies wear shirts and diapers all the time. That's like baby's deal. They wear these little shirts and little bellies hang out of their shirts, and then they got these diapers on. This is no good. <laughs> this does not work. This ruins the whole, the, it ruins the whole image. It ruins? Absolutely. All right. I'm wearing a hat. Hat can work. Could it be a bonnet? <laughs> no, no, it won't be a bonnet because there's one thing about wearing a diaper, and that could be. But he's not. Is he, I don't think he's not saying that he's a baby. No, is he? but I want the, that impression to come across. And am I am I saying that I'm myself? Yeah. Am I saying, hi everybody, it's David Patrick Fleming here, uh, known break dancer. <laughs> oh, you've been working and, on some break dancing, and you you think it's you want the world to see it. I'll write out a script for you. No, 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 no. I'm signing off on, here's what I'm signing off on. An element of breakdancing. Element? A diaper. What does that mean? A diaper and and an attempt, an attempt at no irony. That's a tough thing to do. You can't laugh. I won't laugh. I can laugh out of nerves. That's authentic. A laugh out of like, hey, I'm uncomfortable. I don't do this. I suppose. But I also want you to, like, you need to do a bit of research. You need to look into some breakdancing moves. You can't just, like, make this shit up. You have to try and attempt some real breakdancing moves. Of course I'm going to do that. Like, of course I'm going to do that. Okay. And I, I actually believe that I'm going to pull off some pretty great moves. Now, here's the thing. If the diaper blasts off and my balls are dangling, like you can't put <laughs> you can't put this on YouTube. I fucking skid stream my a hardwood floor in here. You're right. I oh man, I really I want to like we need to like find somewhere safe and like a studio. I want to get like multi, I would love to have multiple cameras set up, maybe like a GoPro or something on you to get like great <laughs> footage, maybe some slow motion of some moves. Why do, why do you want me to do this? Is it that you want to embarrass me? No. You want to humiliate me. You want my life to be worse. Well, I mean, you texted me about this last night. <laughs> so that, that this, yeah. this needs to be something that is beneficial for your life, which I just did, I didn't quite understand. It needs to be something that didn't make your life worse. I don't think this makes your life worse. I think that this is a... a whole, you don't think this makes my life worse? No. No. I don't see how it could. You don't see how me dressing up like a baby and breakdancing on a video, making up a foundation that cures world peace when there's a lot of <laughs> shit going on in the world right now and making a mockery of that makes my life worse. No, I want to lean into that, actually. Oh, yeah, you. You or me, because it's my face. <laughs> yeah, you, 
you're I think that maybe what you're doing could help world peace, you know, a little a little levity, a little bit of humor. I think that you know, the world gets to, oh. world gets to see a side of you that that few do. And uh we we get to have a we get to have a little laugh and you you come out we? Yeah, the world. <laughs> oh, the world. So I get people to laugh at me and that well, that doesn't make my life. I'm worse. giving you also an opportunity, like, like, to 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 really give a, an amazing performance. Like, this could be like, you know, the great clowns. This is a, this is a clown routine that I'm giving you an opportunity to do. The more serious it is, the obviously the more humorous it will be, in my opinion. And so I feel like if people see this, people are like, wow, David Patrick Fleming is hysterically funny. This video is, I didn't know that I needed this video, but I need to see it. You got to see it. Everyone check it out. It's amazing. Well, they'll only have 30 days to check it out. Yeah. All right, Jacob. All right. I'm 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 glad that you that you're accepting of this. I, I even had it lined up like in the podcast of you talking about how how like this isn't even a punishment you would be you would be happy to do this if even if you didn't lose a bet i think we all said a lot of things a couple months ago that may be not true anymore well uh now we'll see i would also just like to remind you and i again of making your life better something that didn't make your life worse your punishment ideas for me were to force me to drug myself for weeks for days on end taking taking dangerous drowsy medications to make me to to ruin my life essentially and you're talking about trying to trying to make my life better or worse we were we were pigs for content in the old days just pigs for content we were trying to get excitement it would have never actually made you do that and i know you'll never believe this you will never believe this and i don't expect you to believe this Mm -hmm. but i'm just gonna say this okay had I won, yes. what I was going to say to you was that I wanted you to retroactively go back and edit every episode and do all the music, which you've already done. And I was going to thank you for that and say, you're off the hook. And it was going to be this beautiful moment on Underdogs that we had where it was like the, fi- the finality of it all and coming together as friends and coworkers. And here now, uh, I'm basically baby bottling it on youtube for uh fake world peace so you know life changes i would have been really disappointed if you did that i wouldn't have it would not have been a celebration i would have i would have been so disappointed to not be having to to deal with my punishment and my humiliation because that's this is about punishment then oh well so the truth comes out yes it's always been about (laughs) that well, you just said, I don't know, a minute ago, it wasn't that. I think that it has the opportunity for everyone to win. It's like a great trade. I have to get in diaper shape. You got to give me like two weeks. Well, you can have at least to the end of actual fantasy. So you got at least a week. Well, I think, I, I think we, have in, I, we have until the end of the Blue Jays season. I'll, I'll do it the day after the Blue Jays season is over. <sighs> okay. Okay, this 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 can give us a bit of time that I can figure out lo- a shooting schedule, a location scout that schedule. I can do. I'm giving you ten minutes. That's the shooting schedule. Ten minutes. What if? Oh no, that that's. I I'm only doing one take. That's not even close to being yeah. true. You're yeah. gonna fuck one, this up so take. many times. It's gonna take hours. That's that's part of it. 
part of it is the fucking up. What do you think I'm going to do or polish it off? No, I want to do one take. I'm going to rattle this fucking thing off. Pardon the pun, baby rattle. Uh, I'm going to do one take. Bada bing, bada boom. Diaper off. We go our separate ways. We never speak again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, everybody, that's enough of that. We are going to send you off to enjoy the last day of summer for wherever you live and probably in some places where you're listening, summer's either long over or not over. I don't know how the weather systems work in other parts of the world. Blue Jays, Yankees in Buffalo tonight. Matt Shoemaker on the mound, and we'll see you all tomorrow. 